I'm willing to bet that if I got up here and bowed and said namaste, many of you would, oh, he's so spiritual. Isn't that great? He's so wonderful. And yet, we say the peace of Christ, the, the well, now I'm forgetting my own words, because it's so long, it kind of would be difficult to say in a, a normal greeting. But if I just came to you in the hallway and said the peace of Christ, I'd also be willing to bet, well, there he goes, being all religious on us, forcing all that on us. And there we are. It's kind of cool to do one and, you know, you know, everything else to do the other. Did a little quick search on Google and reverence hit a peak in its use in the English language about the year 1700, I think. There's definitely quite a spike. I don't know if you've ever done that. It's really kind of cool. You can see the usage of a word flow up and down. Google searches all the books it can get its hands on and tells you how often the word is used. And reverence definitely spiked and then came quickly down and almost to little or nothing. On the contrary, if you search self, you see quite the opposite. You see a great surge in the word self leading to today. Reverence is the recognition that something is greater than we are. That there is a God and you're not it. The self, however, is a focus, of course, on us, on what we're able to do, on who we are, how we feel, what we're doing, all of that. It's quite a shift. It's a paradigm shift, we say, in the realm of academia. It is a reversal of what was. And in some ways, I mean, it's not altogether bad. We are important, but are we the most important thing that is here? I do wonder. So we celebrate reverence. We have as our core value reverence, a reminder that there is something greater than we are. Other words that come to mind, there is awesome, When's the last time you used awesome? Relatively recently, I would imagine. If we look at the word awesome itself, it is the fullness of all. It is being awestruck at something. Awesome. We are filled with awe. And does an ice cream cone or, you know, a wonderful video or something like that, does that count? Or does a sunset, does the love of one's life, does that count for what is awesome? And so we wonder what it is that grabs our attention, what it is that we find that calls us time and again to look and see, well, there it is. That's what's awesome. It seems to me that we could 
replace namaste with the words amago dei in a sense namaste recognizing the god in you the god in me recognizes the god in you at its greatest sense is a christian truth we are created in the image of god god dwells within us god allows us to be who we are and so perhaps if we just do that replace a good morning with imago day the image of god resides in you that is what reverence i believe truly means in our day-to-day lives that we recognize god's presence here among us the world i return to time and again i think is a world that is inflicting us with a type of schizophrenia schizophrenia being a mental disorder where in a sense you either think you know it to be true but you feel it to be false or you feel it to be true and you know it to be false it's crazy making you don't know what's real and what's not you see things you're never certain what is real you live your entire life in a split reality grasping for the truth constantly and i think our world wants us to believe that we are the greatest thing there ever was ever is and ever will be we are the best or at least we can be if we try hard enough we are the greatest thing ever everyone else is mistaken we can point the finger and say it's them it's them it's them it's their problem and then we go to bed at night and those thoughts start to creep in and we start to realize we're a worthless piece of crap we do nothing right we're terrible it's been part of my experience i believe that pulling apart of who we are either we imagine ourselves to be perfect and unable to make a mistake or unable to do anything right this is what happens when we make ourselves the center of the universe we enter into a state of spiritual schizophrenia we don't know what is real what is not and lent is a time to focus on that to have reverence for what is true righteousness Christ is speaking of we must be righteous as the pharisees are righteous but it's not our own righteousness it's not our own ability to do well to do good but our ability to see god working through us it's not even our own righteousness that takes away from god's work in our lives reverence is coming and recognizing that there's something greater than we are and i think we feel that any time there's a beautiful sunset we truly can say that is awesome any time that there's a powerful storm any time that we recognize that we are but a fraction of what is true and what is real that awesome 
reality strikes us. You have a God. You do. Everyone does one way or another. And I'm afraid that many of us are being led to believe that the person we look at in the mirror is our God. That we see our God on our level. That either now or with enough work, with enough striving on our own, if we just try hard enough, we will be God. But part of us knows that's not true. Part of us knows there must be something greater out there. And that something greater could be science or progress or material goods. I think back to Archbishop's talk just a few weeks ago. He was talking about popularity and power and possessions. Often those are our gods. Those are the things that we see as higher than ourselves. And yet, what does that really call us to? At the end of the day, what greater reality does that really call us to? God is ultimate goodness. God is the fullness of goodness. He calls us to something much greater than any of that could ever possibly call us to. Let us turn our hearts to reverence today, recognizing that not only is there a God, but it's a good God. A good God that gives us the grace that we need to live a life more in line with God's will for us. So that we know who we truly are and what we are called to be.